Welcome to the Dose of Happiness podcast with Christy Arno. Each week, we'll discuss how to navigate life's ups and downs and give you tools how to have more gratitude, more joy, which leads to a more fulfilled life. Welcome to this week's Dose of Happiness podcast. Hey, y'all, Christy here. I so enjoy talking to like-minded people, and today, our guest is just that. His mission is to be the ambassador of hope. Hope is what makes our struggles seem more bearable. And in the last several weeks or months, as we're coming out of this pandemic, hope is what we cling to every single day. Every day, hoping that the world would become healthier, that we could go back to work, we could go back to seeing our family, have our get-togethers, be that graduations, be that weddings, be that funerals, be that birthday parties. Hope is what brought us through the last month of the pandemic for a better, brighter future, a healthier future. Our guest will share a little bit of his wisdom, a little bit of his guidance. He is the ambassador of hope. Welcome, Mike Johnson. (laughs) Hi, Christy. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for having me. And I I tell you, I am extremely honored to be here with you. I even put on some of my best cologne just for this. (laughs) (laughs) It smells very good. Oh, thanks. Well, when you first asked me to come on, I was so nervous, especially hearing, you know, Tammy Durden on your podcast earlier, such positive energy. How do you follow that, right? But then I flipped it around and I said, you know, Mike, this is a conversation. It's not a quiz. And what I learned a few years ago was someone needs to hear what I have to say. And I can always just pass if you ask me anything that I get stumped on, right? Absolutely. Yes. What's that button that says? That easy That's button. easy. Well, maybe that wasn't the deal for this. <laughs> that doesn't work for this. Tell us a little bit about you, Mr. Johnson. Wow. So I'll tell you what, has anybody asked you, tell me about you, Christy? Where do you go with that? And so I guess about me a little bit, I came from a broken home. I grew up on government cheese. Christy's probably not old enough to know what that is. And you know, as a teen, I was told by an authority figure that Johnson's are a dime a dozen, and that I would never amount to anything. What a great start to life, right? And so I took the path that was recommended to me by the guidance counselor, which was the military, which paved the way for about a 25-year career so far in aviation. I have an amazing wife and a 26-year-old son who is definitely light years ahead of where I was even just a few years ago, to be honest. So I'm also working a side gig in the travel industry. We're pretty much debt-free now. And we have a small, what I like to call a ranch in Kansas. It's just a little five-acre thing, but we had a couple goats and chickens. So now we've got some time money and freedom money, and we're able to plan some trips. We're taking a cruise to the Norwegian fjords in a year, going to Mexico this coming fall for a friend's birthday party, which is really cool that we're able to do that. But I don't say any of those things to impress anybody. I say that to impress upon them that, and this is key, the past does not equal the future. Right, Christy? Absolutely. The past does not define you. That's 100%. Right. And if anything, if you really think about it, what you go through helps propel you or give you purpose for what you're supposed to do going forward. If mm-hmm. you really dig down deep, usually that is what it's there for once you dig yourself out. So I'm guessing that maybe a little bit of this is what brought you to the Ambassador of Hope journey. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, if I think about it, I came up with that because of an ambassador program that I was part of and some different things. But one of my favorite speakers, the late Jim Rohn, used to say, finding is reserved for those who seek. And for a long time, honestly, I was 
just such a miserable person and frustrated with others around me that were winning at life, having fun, even smiling and exuding this happiness, right? And at work, they used to call my little area where myself and some of the other teammates would sit. They called it the winery because I did nothing but complain. <laughs> they were talking about you? Yeah. But, you know, and then there's <laughs> these happy people and they're all relaxed and I am stressed. And I wanted to find out what they had that I didn't have. And so I was searching. And here's the key. I was willing to participate in my own rescue. That's a clue, right? Someone who I look to as an ambassador of hope in my life or a mentor, they mentioned a book in passing and I read that book and it inspired me to start doing some volunteer work. And through that experience, it led me to a whole group of people who shared their stories of their struggles and victories in the really safe environment. And it gave me courage to tell some of my story. And then some more people told their story. And what was interesting about this is that when I told my story, Some of them came up to me and they said that me being willing to tell my story is what gave them the courage to tell their story. It was amazing. And so I would encourage everyone who hears this to be an ambassador of hope. And that just means that even if you don't think that your story of the small victories in your life can inspire anyone, trust me, it can. You can absolutely change lives. Yeah, I think you instill hope in others that they can bring themselves out of whatever they're going through. When you're talking, it kind of reminded me of a Mariah Carey song. When you feel like hope is gone, look inside you and be strong, and you'll finally see the truth that a hero lies in you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you Which is essentially what it is. Yes. But you, you need to see other people that have gone before you and gone through it and that you can do it. Without a doubt. That's Without you that's got to do the work. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Good stuff. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what are three specific things, tangible things that you've used or that you could advise that people start doing today to infuse hope? Well, a lot of it, like you said, it starts with you. And if you've heard of Dr. Daniel Amen, he talks about something called ants. And ants are these automatic negative thoughts. We all have them. And what do most people think about or what do they, you know, tell themselves in their head? Not enough. Who am I to give advice? I'm nobody special. My opinion doesn't matter. You know what I say, Christy? Bull. You need to work on killing the ants daily. And also, it's very important to watch what you say to yourself. I would recommend a book. One of my favorite books is called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by PhD Dr. Shad Helmstetter. And stop feeding yourself the lies. Stop feeding those lies back to yourself that say that you're not good enough. And so I would say that's number one. Another thing is visualization. And I was asked this question a couple of years ago. If you could have it all your way, what would your life look like? Dream big daily. And what's crazy is your subconscious, and this is backed up by science, PhDs, your subconscious will go to work for you. And you'll start to see opportunities everywhere. People will come into your life that, wow, okay, well, they can help me with that. So make it detailed. And for a long time, that sounded just silly to me because I didn't see a way. How could this be possible? But it absolutely works. You know, you could have better relationships, extra money in the bank, new business opportunities could pop up. Where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? And before you know it, you'll be taking action toward that vision if you keep it in front of you. The third thing, and this is something that I learned from you. You know, one time we were at a gathering at your house. Beautiful home, by the way. 
And you said, if you want to be happy for 30 days, write a handwritten note to someone telling them why you appreciate them. And what's amazing about that is the person doing the good deed actually receives a bigger dose of happiness than the one who receives it. This applies to so many things. You give a gift to someone. Who benefits more? The giver does. I swear (laughs) it. Yes. You know, we also enjoy doing something called shop giving. It's like reverse shoplifting. So we'll go to Walmart and we'll put a $5 bill under the lid of a baby formula can or hide it in a diaper box, right? Or pay the toll for some person behind us in the toll, you know, or in the drive-thru even. And what's crazy is sometimes it'll create this chain reaction of giving. Have you experienced this? It's amazing. But for me, it's totally selfish because I think I benefit most because I was able to give to someone else, usually someone who has no way to reciprocate. And it is so good. Absolutely. And to add on, so I typically do like a random act of kindness or I'll pay for the person behind me at a drive-thru. And I really firmly believe that, especially the people at the drive-thru, because you've heard around the country that it starts a chain reaction. Yes. And everybody that is watching is feeling something, is receiving some sort of good vibe and happiness and love based on even just watching it. And they may have zero to do with it other than they're standing by just watching it. And they've had studies that have shown that when people are just watching good deeds, they feel the same feeling as a person that's giving it or possibly that's receiving it. And so that is what is called the ripple effect, what you're doing. For sure, for sure. Check this out. So I know people on here can't see it, but I'm going to show it to you on the camera here. I got this in the mail today, and I don't know if you can read it, but it says, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. And this came from a Facebook friend. Wow. In the UK. Oh. And he sent two amazing brownies, evil brownies with it. And (laughs) so anyway, that was kind of neat, just out of the blue, right? So that was pretty cool. So there you go. There's exactly your story of your your handwritten letter or a card. sent to you. So now when you text a person, call the person back and say, hey, thank you. The happiness that they felt, the joy they felt writing the letter and sending it, it's going to happen back again to them for the second time. Look, there's more. It says, dear Mike, please accept this card and gift. I send this gift to hopefully help heal our world with kindness. Enjoy the brownies. Or if you know anyone that's hurting right now, then pass them on from you and let me know. I will send you more. Let's Aww. take, let's fix this crazy world with kindness. Isn't that cool? Wow. Okay. So to your example, so when he mailed it, when he was like writing it and creating it, he had that warm feeling. When he mailed it, he had the feeling and this entire time in anticipation of you receiving it, he's had the feeling. Now you got it. You'll email him and you'll say, Hey, I really appreciate it. He's wow. spreading kindness and it's a ripple <laughs> effect. And now you're paying it forward to us. And oh man. That's amazing. No doubt about it. Unbelievable, right? And that's hope from another country. Yes. All around the world. I love it. (laughs) So awesome. Okay. So three examples you were saying, tell your story to inspire others. Ants. Those are the automatic negative thoughts and those stack up on each other. So we have to be careful. If you start the day off negative, there's nowhere else to go. So if you can start at least positive, then at least that helps. So your negative thoughts stack upon each other. So that was great advice. And then anything you can do to spread kindness to others, and you absolutely will fill yourself. I 100% agree with you on that. Great examples and great ways to infuse hope for yourself and for others. I love the Maya Angelou quote, when you know better, you do better. Because I feel like we're all living this world just doing the best we can. And when you know better, 
you do better. And so what is one thing you wish you knew when you were younger? Does it have to be just one? (laughs) Oh, well, no. (laughs) What if I talk really quick? I've got a few thoughts. And here's one of my favorite quotes. What needs to happen needs to happen so that what needs to happen can happen. And that ties in with something else is discipline your disappointments. That means don't sweat the small stuff. And most of it's small stuff. It absolutely is. Is it going to matter in five years? Really, is it? Write out some goals. Do something every day, no matter how small, that gets you closer to your ideal life. Be your authentic self and get the courage to be an ambassador of hope. And that just means someone out there needs to hear your story. Just do what you can. And the last thing I want to throw in here, if it's okay, I have this quote that I absolutely love. And it's by Marianne Williamson. It says, your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Thanks for having me, Christy. This has been great. Wow. Okay, so for everyone who's enjoyed your wisdom and want more of you, where can they find you on social media? Wow. I am just now starting to break into social media, but if they want to look me up on Facebook, maybe they could get a hold of me through you. What I'll do is if you send me your information, I'll put it in the show links. So I'm assuming you're Mike Johnson on Facebook. If you're on any other platforms, let us know. I'll put it in the show links. If Mike has inspired you to be more hopeful as he is our ambassador of hope, look him up so you can follow him on social media and get wisdom and guidance from him on a daily basis. (laughs) And as we've talked, I love all this stuff. So telling your story, let's challenge ourselves this week. The three things Mike said that is so important. Let's challenge ourselves to pick one of them at least. Telling your story to somebody. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It doesn't have to be on social media. But if you tell your story, you inspire others and help them as well. Right. And you give yourself credit. I think oftentimes we forget some of the things that we've gone through because that was so long ago I got through that. But maybe, you know what? That was a huge deal five years ago. It's a big deal. And so if you can inspire others by telling your story, that's huge. Second, pay attention to the ants or the negative thinking. First off, just pay attention. Just recognize that they're there, first and foremost. That is the first step is acknowledging them. And then the next step, you can worry about squashing them. But first and foremost, just recognize that, oh, that's actually not really a very positive thought I'm thinking of myself. Or like he said, visualize. Visualize your future. Because it's really hard to be negative. If you're visualizing your future, you're automatically hopeful for something more, for something better. And that is a Will Smith quote. He says, I wake up every morning believing today is going to be better than yesterday. That, my friends, is hope. That is what hope is. And we can be helpful by spreading love, spreading kindness, and when at all possible, paying it forward to others.